welcome to the Happily Hormonal Podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, you're in the right place. My name is Leisha Drews, registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner turned holistic hormone coach. And after going through my own hormone journey and having my three babies, I actually believe that our hormones are one of the greatest gifts that we've been given as women. And that no matter what you've been told, it's possible for you to have thriving energy, good periods, and a stable mood all month long. And I am here to show you the way. I think it's time to change the narrative around words like hormones and hormonal and start to reclaim the power that we truly have as women, which is the power to change not only our own health, but the health of all of our family for generations to come. Hormone balance doesn't have to feel hard. It can actually feel simple and fun when we do it in a way that aligns with how our bodies were made. If you're ready to start trusting your body again and feeling really good in that beautiful body that you've been given, then grab yourself a yummy drink and maybe a snack and let's do this. Welcome back. Today is day three of our fall hormone challenge. Today, I am going to be talking even more about how nourishment can reduce stress in your body. And if you listen to yesterday's episode, you will know that reducing stress in your body is one of the main keys to being able to balance your hormones. And so we're going to get a little bit more into the details of how to do that and what you might be missing with nourishment to actually have balanced hormones. And I want to remind you before we really dive into the content for today that the application for group coaching is open and we start in just a couple weeks. Spots are filling up pretty quickly. So I want you to be able to get in. If this is for you, please go ahead and apply in the show notes. We are going to have three months of group coaching. It's going to be a really fun process, lots and lots of one-on-one support and hands-on support so that you can get answers that you're looking for. And I can't wait to do that with you. I also want to remind you, if you did not sign up for the emails for this challenge, you are missing out on a chance to win access to my self-paced course, Nourish Your Hormones, and you're missing out on the action steps every day that will help you actually make progress from this challenge. So make sure that you subscribe to those emails. And without further ado, let's talk about how nourishment can change everything for your hormones and what you might be missing. So I mentioned in the last couple of episodes, I talked about blood sugar balance a little bit, but I want to dive into that even deeper and really talk about what that means because it can be like a nice little buzzword, but if you don't know what I'm talking about and you don't even know if your uh, blood sugar is imbalanced, it may be really hard for you to implement, right? And to make change with your hormones based on blood sugar balance. And so a couple of things that I look at when it comes to blood sugar balance is I want you to assess for yourself if you have issues with this by assessing a few different things. So number one is your energy. If you notice that you have energy slumps or crashes throughout the day, whether that's mid morning, mid afternoon, even at bedtime, it can be blood sugar related, but I would definitely say more during the day. Um, it can be blood sugar related, or if you're waking up in the night, especially between that, like 1am to 3am window somewhere in there, and you're waking up and you're like, I can't go back to sleep. What's going on? Why am I awake? And it's not a toddler waking you up or a baby. Um, then that can be a sign that blood sugar is imbalanced. Another sign that blood sugar is imbalanced can be feeling hangry. So if you notice that you go too long without eating and then you get really grumpy and irritable and anxious and all the things, and it's like a joke in your family, or you have to, you know, make sure you're carrying like 
a snack bar all the time because you know that you just get like over the top when you're hungry, that's also a sign that your blood sugar is dysregulated. Um, another thing that I always like to look for is just like feeling like kind of like jittery or shaky or different things like that in between meals. If you don't eat soon enough, each of those things can be a sign that blood sugar is in balance. There are other signs that are going to lead more towards like diabetes or um, insulin resistance. With that being said, I'm really talking about blood sugar imbalance within the realm of essentially normal and within the realm of just like not regulating well, but you're not so severe that you're having you know, diabetic issues yet, or hopefully you'll never get there. So when we're talking about blood sugar balance, I just want to remind you that it truly is an emergency alarm in the body when your blood sugar drops low. And so if that's happening every day, a couple times a day, you're overstressing your body essentially for no reason, um, just by not getting the right macronutrients together or not eating consistently enough throughout the day. And I do have other episodes on it you know, exactly how to do this. And I do walk through that even more step-by-step within my programs or within my coaching, but I will give you a few of those steps today. Um, sometimes it just needs a little personalization. So I'll just kind of talk about the basics today, but you've heard me say (laughs) probably a million times. If you've listened to a few podcast episodes, you need to be making sure that you're getting protein and carbs together at each meal and snack. Sometimes I often see that, protein that women are just really not eating enough protein. So I like to shoot for somewhere between 80 and hundred grams of protein kind of as a general rule, as a minimum, it's not going to be the right thing for every single person, but that's something that I see helpful for a lot of people. And so when you're splitting that up throughout like three to four meals during the day, maybe three meals and one or two snacks, you can hopefully get carbs and protein together about every three to four hours. And you don't necessarily need to be eating in between that, but what you do need to be doing is really paying attention to how your body is responding to that and how you feel within the next couple hours of that meal. Now you may notice that you feel differently with a breakfast that has a little protein and a lot of carbs versus a lot of protein and a little carbs. You might find that your balance is more of kind of like a half and half type of moderation. That is going to be something that is personalized to you and is something that I help my clients personalize, but starting to just like really take stock of what's happening in your body. What's what you've had for lunch. When you have the afternoon crash, how long it's been since you've had lunch. Did you have a breakfast that was solid before that? Those type of things are really going to make a difference. And if you're having issues with sleeping through the night and it seems to be a blood sugar issue, um, because you're waking up in that like one to three window, then it's really important to look at what you're eating for dinner, how far it is before bed. And then what you're eating, if anything before bed, because if you're eating something that's just sugar, that's just carbs right before bed, sometimes that can cause a blood sugar spike and then a dip. Or if you're just going way too long without food in the middle of the night and your liver is dysregulated, it's not detoxing well, and it's not able to balance your blood sugar well, then that can be an issue too. And that brings me to talking about minerals because minerals are really, really important for liver function, which is super important for not only detoxification, but also blood sugar balance. And so blood sugar balance and detoxification are two of the biggest things that I see an issue with when we're having hormone issues. And so I always like to look at both of those factors as much as possible. And so when we're looking at 
minerals. Minerals are really, really necessary for the liver to function well. Um, each of the kind of main minerals that I look at on a hair tissue mineral test um, are important for so many different things when it comes to blood sugar regulation, when it comes to getting nutrients in the cell so that you actually have the energy that you need, when it comes to thyroid function, when it comes to creating the hormones that you want to create at the appropriate times throughout the month. Um, but each of those things, each of the main minerals has to be ingested essentially and it's best to be able to get those through whole foods as much as possible. But sometimes if you're depleted, if you're coming to this podcast at a time where you've had a couple of babies and you've had stress and potentially maybe you didn't start out at hundred percent before you started having babies, a lot of times your minerals can be really, really depleted. And so it is helpful to supplement with something like an adrenal cocktail or some magnesium lotion, things like that. I do recommend those more on a case by case basis, but replenishing minerals is one of the really most important things you can do with nourishment to help with two of the big factors for blood sugar or for hormone imbalances, which is blood sugar regulation and detoxification through the liver. And so supporting the liver by getting enough minerals, um, drinking bone broth, drinking adrenal cocktails, things like that can be really, really helpful. And then when we think about nourishment in kind of a transactional way, essentially like calories in versus calories out, a lot of times we're missing a big piece of the puzzle. Um, I actually was just talking to one of my really good friends the other day, and she said something about her mom eating candy bars because she said like, oh, it's just calories. And we were kind of just talking about like, man, that perspective is so, so different than what we believe now, you know, just us personally. But I just thought that that was like a great example, right? That sometimes we just think it's like calories in versus calories out. And that's how we lose weight. And that's how we maintain weight. And we only need a certain number of calories. But when we're looking at it that way, we're really missing almost like the forest for the trees because we're not seeing the big picture of nourishment that we need to have appropriate levels of macronutrients of carbs, proteins, and fat throughout our day to keep us sustained with energy. And we need to have some of those micronutrients too, and those minerals too. And so when we're oversimplifying by just saying it's just calories, I can just eat whatever as long as I'm like at the right calorie number, we're really missing so much goodness when it comes to nourishment. And that is something that I see happen a lot. And I think that that's one of the biggest ways, in my opinion, that the adrenals and the thyroid um, and the metabolism essentially get thrown off where we have issues with weight and we have issues with blood sugar and we have issues in our body that end up as hormone issues and end up as big metabolic issues because we are not focused on nourishment. And this goes back to day one, we're focused on restriction. We're focused on like just getting essentially the minimum of what we need instead of living in abundance and living in truly wanting to nourish our bodies and give them what they need and love on them, even if it doesn't feel comfy. And I'm not talking about just like excessively overeating by any means, but being willing to step outside of what we were told is the only way to be beautiful and to, you know, lose weight and to have the body that we're supposed to have in this culture, which is to restrict calories and actually step into the mindset of nourishment and be willing to replenish our bodies and eat often enough and get enough minerals. That really is going to make a huge difference in not only how we enjoy life and how we are able to enjoy food and all of those things, but actually how we feel as well. And so when we're able to start replenishing those things, our hormones respond. Because if you remember what I talked about yesterday, 
when your body starts to get those signals of safety through blood sugar balance and through minerals, you're going to see impact of that in your hormones and in your hormone symptoms every month. And so I would just encourage you to really think about, um, where, what areas I've talked about today, you might be missing something so that you can start to fill in those gaps and start to see the change that you're really looking to see with your hormones and really with your energy and all of the things. As we go into the last day of the challenge tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to be talking about how to cut out overwhelm and make things simple when it comes to balancing hormones. That's something that is exactly what I'm an expert in, and so I can't wait to do that with you. Um, but for now, I am going to leave you for today. My little guy just woke up from nap and is here breathing on my microphone, as you may have heard. So I will check in with you tomorrow. Again, make sure you're getting those action steps, and I am so excited to hear your feedback on the things that you see even just this week with your hormones.